Welcome back, friends. Lost Scarf here, and it's time for the newest Kirby's Dreamcast. In this podcast, we're going to talk about everything that has to do with Kirby from the beginning to the present. Now, definitely please share this podcast with everyone you know that loves Kirby, because I'm going to have a lot of things about Kirby, and there's going to be things here that you might not know or your friends might not know, and that's going to be great because we all love Kirby, right? By the way, we have a Twitter. It's at Kirby Dreamcast, where we will tweet about the podcast and retweet all things Kirby, like news and fan art and uh, toys and stuff like that. So there's only a little bit of news this time, and that is the ninth anniversary of Kirby's Epic Yarn. It came out on Wii on the uh, 14th of October 2010 in Japan and on the 17th in North America. It took until the 25th of February to reach Europe, by the way, and it was a heck of a game that surprised everybody. A platformer where Kirby transforms into things through string and instead of, you know, sucking things up? Like, he doesn't even have the suck ability in the game. It was so cute, it was very... Something very soft about that game, something very pleasant about it, and it was just a lot of fun, and I can't wait to talk about that game in a couple years when we get there. I have a debate if we're going to talk about the Wii and 3DS versions separately, because there are some differences there, but I don't know if they're significant enough to be separate episodes. It really depends on how much there really is in the, 3D, the 3DS version. So today we're going to talk about episode 26 of the Kirby Ride Back at Your Anime, and boy is the title long. So the US version is Sword and Blade, Loyal, and True. And then it's also titled Hour of Wolfrath. Just a lot going on with that title. And the Japanese title is Loyalty, Sword and Blade. So as you can guess, this episode has some focus on Sword and Blade Knight. Real quick, before we get started on this, I want to mention the mashup video I made called Yusei Poyo, which is based on the final fight of this episode. And the way it works is it's My Hero Academia's Yusei run on top of the scene, and I bounced it really well. I'm really am proud of it. The link to the video will be in the, the podcast description. Check that out after this episode if you so desire. So before we get started, you may want to know about Sword and Blade Knight. So Blade Knight in the games and show is a green armored guy with a sword. He's got those big shoulder pads. He's got this purple reddish face mask as well. In the show, he also has this red hair tuff on the back because some knights had that kind of thing, but he doesn't have that in the games. He's an enemy in the games while a knight under Meta Knight in the show, and so he's an ally of Kirby in the show, but not in the games. Unless you make him, of course, your, uh, your ally with uh, Kirby's ability to do that, with the heart and star allies, or with uh, the superstar ability to make allies. He's been around since Kirby's adventure, by the way. He's also in Pinball Land, he's in Superstar, Return to Dreamland, Triple Deluxe, Planet Robobunt, and Star Allies. He's also been a trophy in Smash Brothers as well. Sword Knight, on the other hand, is less common of an enemy in the Kirby games. He was originally purple in the games, but he's more teal green in the show, his helmet looks like kind of like a pea pod with some vents in it, and you can't see his eyes. He is in not as many games as I said. He's only in Kirby's Adventure. He's in Air Ride, only in Superstar Ultra, not in Superstar. Amazing Mirror, Squeak Squad, and Mass Attack. He also appears as a keychain in Triple Deluxe, so he's not in as many games. Sword and Blade Knight, though, they're very similar in how they fight. They go back and forth, they swing their sword at Kirby, and that's really what they do, and they give, of course, the sword ability. In the US version of the anime, uh, all three knights are voiced by Eric Stewart. We've referenced him a few times before, talking about other things, and the short of it is, he's the voice director of Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon under four kids. He voiced Seto Kaida, he voiced Brock and James in Pokemon, and many other things. Oh, he also is the voice director of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. He gave Meta Knight his Spanish accent, he gave Sword Knight some kind of English accent, and Blade Knight a super deep I-don't-know-what-that-is accent. In the Japanese version, Sword Knight is voiced by Hikaru Tokita, and he only did three voices ever, and this is one of them. Blade, on the other hand, is voiced by Chiro Kazaki, and she only did five voices, and four of them are in this anime. She's also the voice of Hana, Ku, and Lolo Lo. We'll learn about Sword and Blade Knight's past with Men Knight in this episode. It's pretty good. 
So let's get going with this. The episode starts with King Dedede summoning a monster, Wolfrath. It's a fire monster, and the fire dog puns come up really fast. The salesman tells King Dedede it's one of their most hottest monsters. Instantly upon arrival, the monster looks at King Dedede and shoots a fireball at him and blows a big hole in the wall and runs off. And we get to see this from the monster's perspective, by the way, and it's that predator heat vision that it has. King Dedede tells the salesman that Wolfrath better not wreck the castle, and this isn't the doghouse. The salesman says he's more of a hot dog and if you try to train him, you'll get burned. Which of course surprises King Dedede. He paid for this monster, but it's not something he can control, which is very weird for him. So let's describe Wolfrath. He's this big red wolf, just huge, bigger than King Dedede. Just, like, he's the size of two or three King Dedede's, that's how big it is. It's got giant claws, spikes on its back, it has a big green jewel on its head for some reason, and its eyes are these fiery orange. It is just a mean-looking beast. It is one of Nightmare Enterprise's strongest monsters, it has the predator heat vision, like I mentioned, and it eats fire to get stronger. It's weak to water, because of course it is, but it's really weak to it. It does not exist in the Kirby games, unfortunately. Now, in Japanese, its name is Chiri Doku. Yes, it was named Chili Dog. So, Chiri Doku. So, Chili Dog. So, what the hell? We also learned that it was made in the Fires of Hell in the Japanese version, but this was left out in the US version for obvious reasons. We then see Blade and Sword Knight see Wolfrath in the distance, and they recognize the beast. They say they better go tell Meta Knight. And then we get the awesome opener, and then after the awesome opener, we see King Dedede saying to lock up the castle because they need Wolfrath to stay in the castle to destroy Kirby. Because the thing's running wild, so they don't want to get out of there, because Kirby's at the castle too. We then see the castle get locked up by the wall of the army, and the knights find Tiff and ask her where Meta Knight is. She says he might be outside with Tuff and Kirby, and this worries the knights since those two could be in danger. We then see Kirby and Tuff play soccer, and Kirby kicks the ball past Tuff, and the ball heads towards the goal, but then Wolfrath jumps in with the clutch save and bursts the ball in his mouth. But I think the ref is going to rule that a foul because he's not supposed to be in their game. The two are surprised to see a monster, and then we get to see Wolfrath's vision again, and it sees itself another ball to pop. So it fires a big fireball at Kirby, which hits Kirby dead on. Kirby is launched back, and he crashes into the stone fountain. So the baby beating has begun. Before Wolfrath can run over and finish off Kirby, though, a third ball shows up and deflects the beast. It's Meta Knight. The beast recognizes this ball and it starts to rage. Blade and Sword and Tiff show up, and the two knights plan to help Meta Knight, but he tells them to carry Kirby to safety. Meta Knight then stands ready for a 1v1 duel with Wolfrath and says this time only one of them will survive. He's not wrong. We then see the two battle it out. Wolfrath goes on the offensive and slashes at Meta Knight, who deflects each slash, and it's a pretty good fight. They go back and forth quite a bit there. Wolfrath then starts firing off multiple fireballs at Meta Knight, and he dodges those too. We then see King Dedede and Escargoon are watching the battle from her surveillance cameras in the throne room, and they get annoyed when they see Meta Knight is fighting and interfering. But the salesman assures them that Wolfrath can handle an army of Star Warriors, and that's an interesting statement to make because it tells you how strong the monster is, but also tells King Dedede about the Star Warriors, who doesn't know anything about the Star Warriors, so it's a weird statement from the salesman to mention. But it's a statement that was made. The battle continues into the castle, and eventually catches up with Kirby's group. Meta Knight is still trading attacks with Wolfrath. Blade and Sword want to help, but Meta Knight tells them to continue protecting Kirby. He then does the anime trope of the two fighters slashing across each other, and then they land. Wolfrath runs past the knights, and Meta Knight falls over. He has a giant fang stabbed into his head. Meta Knight pleads with his men to protect Kirby, who is their only hope. Meta Knight's eyes then go dim, and his hand falls to the ground. Meta Knight is dead. The cameras go fuzzy in the throne room and King Didi and Escargoon get more annoyed. Back at the knight's place, 
Sir Ibram and Lady Lyca are there for support for some reason, and they don't do anything this episode, they're just there. We see Sword Knight trying to pull the thing out of Meta Knight's head, and Blade Knight tells them that Meta Knight is only paralyzed, but unless they kill Wolfrath, Meta Knight will be stuck like that forever. They reveal to everyone that they've fought Wolfrath before. The two then run off to look for the monster. Kirby tries to run after them, but Tiff picks him up and takes him back. So Kirby's just easily taken back. After some chasing, we see that Sword Knight was beaten from encountering Wolfrath, and it escaped from the ducks. We then get his perspective and it runs through the air ducts in the castle. Cutting to other situations, we then see Waddle Dee army with Waddle Dee get yelled at by Escargoon in the kitchen. They want a 10-course meal for King Dedede, but Waddle Dee protests that they just served him a 10-course meal already, but King Dedede says he wants another one, so they cook another set up for him. This is weird because in the Japanese version, they're slacking on making King Dedede's his dinner in the first place because the emergency shutdown. So the US version wanted to make King Dedede just sound like an extra fatty fatty. That's what it sounds like because, like, he has 20-course meals now, because of the situation, while in the original, it's just they just haven't made him his food yet. We then see the army cook, and then they leave with the food towards the dining hall, and Waladu sings that King Dedede should watch his weight. The Japanese version has them do all this in silence instead. And uh, you know what? The best way instead of relaying it is just, Jinx, can you just put the, the audio of Waladu singing? Two, three, four, we bring the food, and he wants more. Five, six, seven, eight, the king had better watch his weight. Thank you. We then see a duct fall in the kitchen and cause a fire. Sword and Blade Knight later arrive at the kitchen, and it is everywhere the fire. Like, it is just burning up. They then find Wolfrath is sitting in a pot and eating fire, which looks really weird. <laughs> the two jump to attack, and Wolfrath turns and fires a giant flame blast right at them, and it engulfs them in flame. The blast is so strong, it blasts them right back out of the kitchen, and they are covered in fire. They are really hurt. The two then get blasted out again with more fire attacks in the smoke, and they're dodging and they're trying not to get killed here. Sword Knight somehow figures out that Wolfrath must have vision because it's shooting at them in the smoke and it's getting pretty close. They can't figure out where the exit is, but luckily, Tiff and Kirby show up. Kirby sucks up all the smoke to help the knights get away, and then Kirby blasts it back at Wolfrath. And this blast is strong. It is so strong, it blasts Wolfrath far away from everyone else. Kirby's got some lungs on him. So good job, Kirby. And then we can see the battle damage on Sword and Blade Knight. They are hurt everywhere. There's scratches. There's damage all over them. But back in the knight's place, we see that some time has passed and the knights are all healed up thanks to Tiff. Kirby wants to go out to play with the monster, apparently, because he happily wants to go outside, not angrily. I guess after owning a monster with a smoke blast, he would feel that way after all. Tiff and Tuff say they had to rescue the knights, who say they'd give their lives up for Meta Knight, and Tiff throws in their face that their mission was to protect Kirby, not get revenge. The two apologize, and then we learn about their past. While Meta Knight was a star warrior fighting the monsters back then, the two of them were bandits. One day, Meta Knight ran into them and they tried to rob him. Sword had a mace then, and Blade had an axe back then. This is potentially a reference to the fact Meta Knight has two other knights as allies in the games, named Mace Knight and Axe Knight. And when they tried to rob him, he told them to let him pass because there's a monster out there and it's very dangerous and they should get out of there too. But they persist in trying to rob him, and then Wolfrath attacks all three of them. And by the way, to my surprise, they kept the background in this flashback. There's a ton of corpses in the background in this flashback. There's a bunch of dead Star Wars and monsters in the back, and there's a lot of corpses. It's surprising. So Wolfrath attacks them all, and the Beast is just giving them trouble. And before the Beast can kill Axe, well, not Axe, Blade and Sword Knight, Midnight jumps in the way and deflects a fire blast back at Wolfrath. He eventually jumps on the back of Wolfrath and grabs onto his spikes and rides it. 
and eventually the two fall down a hill, which should have killed the both of them already, and then they fall into a river. If not for this intervention, though, the two of them would definitely be dead is what they feel, so they swear loyalty to Medknight from that point on. We are then shown their weapons on the wall, and these are the weapons they used when they were bandits, and they're a reminder of their past, about who they were before they joined Meta Knight. The knights once again say they need to defeat Wolfrath, ignoring their mission again. They tell the crew that the monster eats fire, but it is weak to water. And then before they can head out, smoke then fills the room. Cut over to King Dedede, and he's getting annoyed about hearing a bunch of racket everywhere, and then Escargoon checks the cameras, and Wolfrath is setting fire to the entire castle. It is just burning everything up. King Dedede has finally had enough, and he orders the Waddle the Army to throw out Wolfrath. And we see the Waddle the Army, in mass, do a great job of putting out the fires across the entire castle, using many pumps and hoses. This is a really good army. I, I love the Waddle the Army. They utilize so well in this show. Wolfrath then starts rampaging around, and easily beats off the Waddle the Army. Since there's a lot of water and everything being used everywhere, Wolfrath doesn't want to be in the castle anymore, so it's trying to get out of there now. Sword and Blade Knight run out to fight Wolfrath again. And the next five minutes are awesome. So this is where I put together the Yusei Poyo, because this is where the big fight happens. So Kirby wants to help the knights, so he runs over and grabs Meta Knight's sword and jumps off the castle ramparts to go help. Kirby is mad and ready to fight. Tiff calls in the Warp Star to help Kirby because, well, she can't stop him now. The Warp Star arrives just in time to catch Kirby before he hits the ground, and off they go. Sword and Blade Knight attack Wolfrath, who easily dodges and deflects their attack. And then Kirby flies in and slams into Wolfrath midair. Wolfrath gets up from the attack and runs out of the castle. And then Digimon music starts playing for some reason. Seriously, the tune they play here sounds a lot like the Digimon theme. And I guess Wolfrath does look a lot like Garurumon. Jinx can put the music right here for a moment to show you. Now eventually Wolfrath stops at a river, because that's as far as he can go because there's a river around the castle, and the knights catch up. Wolfrath fires more blasts at them, and they dodge and take swings at Wolfrath, who dodges their attacks and runs off again. But then Kirby catches up and does a pretty cool move. We see the Warp Star swoop down over Wolfrath to distract it, and us, by the way, and then Kirby comes flying down with the sword and swings it down and BAM! Slams it right into Wolfrath's gem on its head. But the swing just isn't strong enough, and Kirby gets launched away. And Kirby loses his grip on Meta Knight's sword. But luckily, Kirby recovers very quickly and uses his vacuum ability to suck up the sword. Wolfrath and the knights are holding themselves to the ground as best they can so they don't get sucked up too, and then Kirby eats Midnight's sword. And he's like, oh, there goes Midnight's sword, oh dang. And then Kirby jumps up in the air and transforms into Sword Kirby. But instead of the usual sword, it's Galaxia, Meta Knight's sword. So Kirby is actually Galaxia Kirby, not Sword Kirby, and we won't know that's the name of this form until another episode later on down the line. But I'm just revealing it now because it's not Sword Kirby. So it's really weird, like, he gains his sword ability, and then he gets the sword back that he ate, so that's interesting right there. And then Midnight shows up to explain the powers, except no, he doesn't, because he's dead right now. <laughs> so now Kirby's Galaxia Kirby, and he gets back on the Warp Star. Kirby flies towards Wolfrath and deflects their blasts. Wolfrath then dodges Kirby and slips their foot into the river. It hurts like heck to the point that Wolfrath rolls around in pain. So we see that it really gets hurt from water. The Knights remember that when Meta Knight fought Wolfrath back then, he rode on it in the past, and then we see Wolfrath's foot is badly damaged. Kirby swoops in for another attack, but gets knocked down by more fire blasts. He straight up face plants into the ground from the air. It really looks like it hurt. So the knights jump in and attack, and get slapped away. But then Blade Knight gets back up and stabs Wolfrath 
all the way through their foot with his sword. So, they stab him with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast. <laughs> the stab, though, was enough to distract Wolfrath, and the two jump on its back and pull it into the water. So they're struggling in the water now. Kirby sees the situation, and he gets back up on the Warp Star, and Wolfrath throws the knights off. Kirby's coming in hot. Here we go. Kirby jumps off the Warp Star, and Wolfrath readies a big blast. And then, boom! Kirby fires a sword beam, and Wolfrath fires a big fireball blast. The two attacks meet! Kirby's sword beam cuts the fireball in half, and keeps going. And it slices Wolfrath in two! Wolfrath splits apart and explodes! And with that, the thing on Midnight breaks. He wakes up and wonders where his sword is, because of course he should. Kirby then lands on a nearby rock and holds up Galaxia like a total badass. Sword and Blade Knight say this brings back memories, and we see Blade and Sword Knight kneeling to Meta Knight on a rock swearing their loyalty in the past. Meta Knight's cause? To find the next generation of Star Warriors to defeat the enemy. They then fade from past to present while superimposing Kirby on Meta Knight on that spot. And then the heavens open up and shine light down upon a seriously badass looking Kirby. The end. This is one of the rare episodes where there's a fade to black instead of the usual star outro, so that's interesting there as well. And that was episode 26 of Kirby Right Back At Ya. It's a really, really good episode. Lots of action. We learn more about Midnight and his knights. The monster is really cool. Kirby's cute at points. Kirby's a total badass in the end. This is easily a top 10 episode. Maybe top 5? I'm not sure right now, because we still got another 73 episodes to go. 74 episodes to go. I miscounted. Still a lot more to go here. Oh man, but this is a really good episode. Like it a lot. Only things I didn't mention is, besides like little word changes, um, just more cursing in the Japanese version. It's so weird there's more profanity in the Japanese version. So weird. So next time is either going to be a special episode on Kirby's Dream Course or episode 27, depending on how far I get into the Kirby's Dream Course, because I've been working on about 100%ing that game, and Kirby's Dream Course is a lot longer than I remembered when I was a kid. There's a lot more to that game than I thought. So it's really good value. Which, by the way, you can play right now uh, if you have the SNES Mini, or if you have uh, Switch Online, you can play it there as well. So you can play that along with us. That's pretty cool there. But if we do cover episode 27 next, it's... Uh, oh god, this episode. Oh, oh, this is an interesting episode. It's uh, it's a wild, crazy episode. It, um... Oh, you won't be able to sleep at night if you see some of the things from this episode. It is something else. I can't wait to talk about it when we get there. So that right there is the podcast. As always, please share the podcast with other Kirby fans because I want to reach all the Kirby fans. I want us all to have fun together. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. iTunes actually does care about that. And if you didn't know, you can currently find us on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play Music. And I'm trying to get us on other platforms, but some are harder than others. And so ends another Kirby's Dreamcast. I had fun talking, and I hope you had fun watching and or listening. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Having fun. Thanks for coming by, and see you next time.